0: All right, welcome to another episode of this fantastic podcast called Rivals. I'm Scott Mitchell. He's Jason Buck, and uh, there's an interesting thing happening with this new red shirt rule in college football. And as it as it's unfolded, and as as people are kind of getting a feel for how how in how effective it can be, and how impactful, uh, there there might be something to this. And so let me give you an example of a player from the University of Utah, Britton Covey, who was spectacular a year ago. He's a he's a really talented player. He had uh, an ACL tear in the conference championship a year ago. He's been rehabbing. And you can tell in the first four games of the season that he's not the same, right? He's not 100% back. The, the, the burst, the quickness, the movement just isn't – he's almost just a half a step slow. So there's talk – and he's only so he's played in the first four games of the season, and he didn't play in game number five, and they're going to hold him out and kind of see where thing where he where he goes. So so he's not quite healthy, and they're going to maybe give him a month or maybe two or three weeks and see if if he doesn't get back to that full strength. And if he doesn't get back, then they just redshirt him. And and, yeah. he's, and he's had a chance to play in four games and and so he's he's he will now if he red shirts he will he will come back next season as a junior in the old system he would have played the first 4 games of the season and probably would have toughed it out and kept playing probably would have re-injured his knee again and then he's just kind of back in this cycle instead of really just taking some time to get himself completely healthy and he still has two years of eligibility as opposed to he would have burned his junior year this year and then he would have only had one year left to play. And, and as, I, yeah, we- as I watch this unfold, I'm like, wow, that's a really good way for this new redshirt rule to work. It's, per, it's, the, it's the exact reason why they have it.
1: Dude, I love it. I love it. I'm a huge proponent of players taking more time to truly heal. I think one of the greatest travesties that happens in college football and the NFL, for that matter, is players coming back too quick off of, inter- uh, off of injuries, especially a major injury like an in a- ACL. Even though today's surgeries are much better than our time, Scott, but I'd always see people come back too quick. And I think I, I wish I could tell. I'll talk to Covey's dad, who I'm good friends with. I'd just tell him right now, redshirt him. Let's make him, it is not worth it. You, you risk more injury when you can tell they're not quite ready yet and they're not at 100%. It's, it's all about football age, right? It's not about the calendar time of your life. It's about the age of use in your body. And he needs to get in, he needs to get better. And if he's not playing at 100% right now, absolutely redshirt and start it right now, announce it and get that guy 100% for next year. All
0: right, I got another one for you. And this isn't even about uh, an injury. And th- this one, this one has some hair on it, you know. Th- so, how do you how do you play this situation? Because this is this just happened again at the University of Utah. This big offensive lineman that Utah was able to get through J- JCS thought they would get him for this year, and and he'd actually have two three years to play two, so that he'd have two years of eligibility. They That's finally right. got approval, and he he now has two years to play one. Well, Utah's played 5 games in the season. So they now have 7 games left in their regular season, and if, you know, things go well, they they're, they're going to play in the conference championship and play in a bowl game. So they have they ha- have essentially 9 games left in the year. And you have this really talented guy and and so so let's just take your regular season. You've got 7 regular season games left. And you can play this guy up to four of those games. So without without so he's getting he's getting four games this year because of the redshirt rule. He's not a guy that's been injured at all. He's just a transfer guy. And then you have all of next year. So here here's my question. When and where do you fit him in? Because do you wait until you just have four games left in the season and you just play him? Yeah. Because what if what if the guys ahead of him, they've really gelled together? I mean, he's a guy that should be on the field. Let's just put it that way. He's that talented. He's really good. So so do you do you break up continuity, you know, the team's on a, on a winning streak, just to, to get this guy some playing experience? How? I just think it's a bit of a challenge to try to fit a guy in who's not going to necessarily be in there all the time. Now, if you have injuries and things that happen, that's great. And, and it is what it is, right? And, and then he then yeah. he easily gets time. But if you don't, and your offensive line's playing really good, how, I, I don't know. When I heard all this, I was just like, well, how do you fit him in if the team's doing well?
1: You know what? I agree. I would not disrupt the continuity of my offensive line and make it, especially when you're only going to play him, you know, the max four games. Right. So I would definitely, you know, look at the schedule and kind of take where's my softest part of my schedule and plan on planning, you know, fourth quarter type stuff, you know, and getting some experience, but not risk continuity of the offensive line and the depth, and you know, just the the players that you're already managing. You've got to be rotating in for the Pac-12 championship and you know, the bowl game or the potentially the playoffs. So you, so, know, you got to manage that.
0: So you look at Utah's schedule; they're at they they have a bye week, so it's going to give him more practice time. With what they call the travel squad, so he's going to be playing with right. the guys that are actually going and playing, and then you and then you have so you have a week with a bye, so he'll probably get a lot of good practice time. Then they'll have the week of preparation, so that's two weeks, and then they play Oregon State. In your whole schedule, that's probably the softest game in your entire schedule. Yeah. So then, then after that game, you're home against Arizona State. That will be a tough game. Then you have Cal, and Cal actually might be a bad game now because their quarterback got hurt. So there's two games. You're at Washington. That ain't happening. Uh, then you're no. home against UCLA. There's game number three. Um, then you have Colorado, or, or no, you're you're home against UCLA. Definitely number three. They're not very good then you go to Arizona and they're not very good so you could play him Arizona UCLA Oregon State and possibly Cal and then you play Colorado the last game of the season and who knows where things are at that point so there are opportunities to get him in like you said cuz i hadn't really thought this through and then and when you brought that out it's like yeah there there are certainly games on their schedule that that they can that he can play in yeah, uh, but yeah. in it, it's interesting. Here you have this rule and you have one where it's an injury and you can see the benefit of of the rule and then you have another one that's not. It it's it's a transfer and so you can really maximize opportunities for guys with this transfer rule where they're they're not right. just they're getting some benefit out of this year without burning a year. And that that's a pretty cool thing.
1: I think it's an awesome thing. I am all about the student athlete and developing them correctly. And to give that kind of flexibility, you know, but still use that red shirt to give them a little bit of experience and a taste, and that helps their, you know, their development. I'm really excited about that that rule change because I, I think that's that's good for the student athlete. It really is.
0: All right. Well, this round and of, ra- the coaches. Yeah. This round of I, I agree. This is an awesome thing. This round of rivals is over.
1: It's over. and I got to say goodbye to my buddy Scott. I yep. don't like it.
0: He's Jason Buck. I'm Scott Mitchell. Uh, we're powered by KSLSports.com. Go to Twitter, at The Rivals Podcast. No, at The Rivals Show. Facebook, at The Rivals Podcast. And, of course, until we see you again, that's when we'll see you again. (laughs) Goodbye. I like that.